Welcome to the Strip Down No Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies, that's right. From tomb to tomb, from bag of bones to dusty rooms, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I would have said spider in my room. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> Spooky. Will he get his Halloween gelt, or will he just get Halloween kilt? <laughs> it's my co-host, Evan. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu, it's my co-host, Seiko. Oh, spooky. Happy Halloween, Happy friend. Halloween. Is this racist? That, well, actually, it didn't start racist because we were doing a um, vampire accent. Yeah. Then... In Transylvania, they have I came Halloween. in with the... Uh, the Baruch yeah, And then, like, like, well, vampire accent kind of reads as Jewish a little bit. Does it? Like, because it's like an Eastern European accent, right? Okay. And then, like, like there's a lot of, like, Eastern European... Jewish people. Jews in Transylvania. Uh, what do you think that's going to come up with? Uh, probably Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Was he no, Jewish? No, he was almost certainly Christian. Oh. He, fought, he fought Ottomans, right? He fought the Turks. Yeah. There's archaeological and numis- numismatic... Numismatic. That's uh, coins. ...evidence of the presence of Jews in Transylvania as early as the time of Roman rule over Decia. The next known reference to a Jew in Transylvania dates to 1357. Boy, we're already on our way with this Halloween episode. Did you say- Dacia or Dacia? De- Dacia? Yeah. It's, yeah, because that's the right way to say it, and yes. I knew that, and that's why I said it that way, because you'd be an idiot if you said anything else. Dacia. Dacia. Yeah. Oh, Dacia. Well, I mean, that's how I've always heard it said. But You are a it's probably It's probably not said that way in, like, real life, because they probably have a different... I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's... Evboy, are you not feeling well today? <laughs> I got... Uh, uh, what I do for public service. <laughs> I'm running for public office, and we had our first strategy What public meeting. office are you running for? Uh, charter commission of? for my village. We Your are vi- trying to get a charter made Ooh. so we can self-govern. That's fun. It should be. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> no, it was a great time last night. I think that the meetings going forward won't be as hilarious. So why was this meeting specifically such a blowout fun uh, time? It was held at friend of the pod, Brian Wolf's house. Oh. And Brian Wolf is a home brewer. And uh, my plan was to go in at 7.30, hang out with the old folks, have a good time, and then go home, go to bed at 9, get up bright and early, bushy tail for the pod. Do a pod! Reality of the situation was, <laughs> got in, Brian's a home brewer, so he handed me a beer, I had the beer, then I had another. And then <laughs> after that, he has big glasses, Here's, <laughs> let me just say. Like, his pint glasses are not pint glasses, they're probably two and a half times as big as a pint Jesus glass. Jesus Christ. Or maybe a, one and a half times, so... I couldn't have had more than five beers. That's like a novelty Costco beer glass. Like five beers for me is like over the course of like three or four hours, not a big deal. Uh Unless apparently they're Brian Wolf beers, (laughs) in which case I got hammered with a bunch of lesbians who are also on the charter committee and it was a great time. That's cool. You were lying in bed just like Brian Brian Wolf did. did. No. No, No, Brian Wolf probably made it out okay. He posted a text on Facebook just last night about right when I stumbled home saying, I am drunk. <laughs> yep, so am I, buddy. I need to become his friend. He's a fun guy. Yeah. I like him a yeah, lot. Friend of the gotta, pod. After this pod, I got to go hand out flyers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I volunteered for a bunch of stuff, I think. <laughs> you don't quite remember any of well, it. That's how he got me on the charter commission, too. He got you drunk? Got drunk. <laughs> really? And asked me, yeah. Is that a real story? Yeah, Good I think God. you were at the party that he got me drunk and asked me to be on the charter commission. You're, oh, I was there? That mm-hmm. was the, I didn't know you were, okay, you're a pliable guy. 
You yeah. uh Yeah, I do what I want. No, I you do, do what, what other, other people, people want. want. I do what other people want. <laughs> this is true. Like this Halloween episode, for instance. This is say it correctly. Halloween. Is that is that racist? <laughs> um, I don't well that's the thing about Judaism, right? Mm-hmm. It's a race, it's an ethnicity, Boy, is that and confusing. it's a religion. Yeah. Like I mean, at least in the American in the Western like the canon. North, North American context, yeah. like I feel like it's a function, and this is kind of weird, but it's a function of like the Nazi definition of Judaism. Really? Because I mean it's like the Nazis thought you were a Jew if your grandfather was a Jew, right? Or your oh. grandparents were Jews. So it becomes so, a race. So it becomes thing. That, but again, the Jews are a, a um a persecuted minority forever. Like, right. They've been victims right so it's it's i feel like that played into at least in the european american context um so it's really interesting like i have i grew up with a lot of jewish friends like jewish jewish friends like practicing jewish friends right and they're i lost touch with them because they're all in fucking israel now right they all just moved there right i have a lot of jewish friends now Wait, they moved to israel yeah yeah because they were practicing Jews and they Wait, went that to doesn't mean they, you went to, to move to they went to the fa- they went to the motherland or whatever. Okay, all right. So yeah, they they were great guys. I liked them, but I have a lot of friends now who identify as Jews but are like have never been to synagogue. Right. So it's like their grandmother was a Jew and they call themselves Jewish. And that's again, uh, no no, it's just it's just an interesting sort of I'm not I'm not trying to denigrate that at all. No. I mean, you identify as what you identify as. Sure. But, but I yeah, think that Jew- it's Jewish- really it's really interesting that I can't think of another religion that sort of does that. Like, right. I mean, I was raised Christian, but I don't identify as Christian because it's a religion. Right? right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jewish is a race. So you're saying it could be equally, uh, you know, swapped out for whatever the actual, you know, what the homeland right. of the, the grandfather or the grandmother. Right. Yeah. Or. I mean, it's like, I mean, there are Ash- Ashkenazi Jews like that are like ethnically and racially Jewish, but mm-hmm. then there are just people who are, you know, who's, grandmother was a polish jew or something and emigrated here during the holocaust and right. you know they've never been to synagogue their parents have never been to synagogue like they may have had a bar mitzvah and they're like yeah i'm jewish so i again that's not for me to judge whether they're jewish or not it's just it's just really interesting to me interesting yeah that is kind of uh you know that's that's something that uh i'm sure has been discussed a lot and i'm sure there's a lot of research on but ne- both of us are too yeah. dumb and didn't yeah. do any yeah. other it's a, i mean it's just a, it's just a fun interesting sort of ethnicity i mean you don't get like i mean i guess you get do you get ethnically christian people do you get and but there are like ethnic uh like buddhists right there's like tibetan buddhists sure and then they're also but they don't, they don't they're, identify as as buddhists racially right they're, i mean they're a persecuted minority but then again the chinese are buddhists too so they're being persecuted by chinese buddhists i identify racially as an atheist is that a thing i can do <laughs> <laughs> can you be a a a racial yeah <laughs> yes i don't know <laughs> they don't say yeah it's like, like national you looked out like, the window for a long because time. there was a there's smoke coming in your window <laughs> that's fine something's on fire it happens <laughs> okay uh, do you want to check that out, buddy? No, fuck you. All right. <laughs> I did just dump out. We had a bonfire here last night, uh-huh. uh, and I just dumped out the logs uh, under so the are they still burning? grass. Probably. I mean, that seems likely, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe my house is gonna burn down. Wouldn't that be a landmark Barenaked Ladies episode? <laughs> yeah, we could do, we could do it while like a, like a Nero. We could just keep podcasting <laughs> as as your house burns <laughs> down. Should, indeed. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Can I can I be a a racial? Yeah, I, I don't know. You can be anything you want, right? You can oh. identify. Well, again, that that's also problematic. Like identifying is whatever you want. Yeah, because you yeah, because then you have the Rachel Dolezals of... or like the Elizabeth Warren like Native American ancestry thing. Boy, is, what a yeah, that's kerfuffle. It, well, it's just drawing 
sit, just drawing attention away from the fact that we're stripping votes from actual Native Americans. Yes, that's absolutely. garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Garbage. Well, Shame on you. And taking bait, which I mean, no yeah. one needs to give any credence yeah. to anything that. Yeah. And her thing was just just that I, my great grandmother was half Native American. Yeah, is what she said. She's not claiming like Native American ancestry. I mean, she is, but like not like she's not claiming to be a Native American. It's just Trump being a shit. I think she was though. Oh yeah. I mean, was I mean, isn't that what her DNA test results were all about? Is like, yeah, see, I am right. Well, I, I mean, she was, was she was she, she was, she was claiming herself. Native American ancestry the same way. Oh, you want to hear a funny joke? Oh boy, <laughs> I'm not sure. One, especially not one that's led in with she was claiming to be Native American. You want to hear a joke? What do you call? Uh huh. Thirty two white guys in a room hold up okay so let me think about this 32 the significance of 32 the playstation was a 32-bit console so maybe you call them a pay station like a parking garage hold on parking garage reminds me of a car park car a deck of cards has 52 which is like 32 you call them the woman was a doctor you got it (laughs) what do you call 32 white dudes 32 white dudes in a room, you call them one Native American. Because everyone, every white guy in America claims to be Native American. I we're, d- have never we're, heard that. Uh, it's a. Do I, you know a lot of white people who claim to be Native American? Yeah. Really? Like, Jesus Christ, I've met a ton of white people who are like, yep, my grandpappy was Native American. It's usually grandmother. Right. Like, they usually, it's, I mean, it's sort of a similar story. A lot of, lot of like, rural white people tell. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, it could be. I mean, my grandfather told me that you know he his grandmother was native american but, right you know it's it's just a fucking white myth in america right, right? <laughs> and you know i guess like you could be one one thousandth native american because we did rape and pillage our way across this fucking country right so and my family's been here since the beginning basically yeah. so i'm sure that i have some native american dna but it's bad yeah like yeah. It's, it didn't come yeah. honestly like, <laughs> not a lot of loving relationship in there and that's pretty horrible yeah i mean unfortunately dna doesn't need to come from a loving relationship Yo. republicans are making sure of that see i guess i just never we got real political with this <laughs> we podcast we went, My happy halloween <laughs> happy halloween i mean we led into it with judaism which yeah. is what we should have done yeah i was really worried about this podcast because this, this episode, this episode i was worried about this podcast to be well, fair <laughs> this is a specific episode because it was you know we're talking about judaism and it's hard to do that and i'm sure we fucked up already do like, you think so I don't know. If you're a Jew who thinks we fucked up, write in, uh, I'm a Jew and you are poo. (laughs) If you are not a Jew who thinks we fucked up, type in, I'm something else, go to hell's. (laughs) Nope. What's the hashtag there? I don't think Jews have a hell. Like, they don't, that's not part of the canon in Judaism. Oh, my apologies. So they wouldn't say, so... Oh, yeah, so I'm a Jew... I'm speaking from That's what I'm saying. I'm a Jew, you are poo, but I'm something else, go to hell's. So a, a Jew would never say, yeah, so I knew okay. that, Evan, oh, sorry. just like My I knew apologies. it's Decia, of course. <laughs> You'd have to be an idiot not to know that. Decia? Shit, it didn't fuck it. did I fuck it up again <laughs> immediately? Uh, well, I guess we should uh, kind of outline what this episode, obviously it's our Halloween special 2018, yes. <laughs> which we're going to do every year. year for the next... 700 years that we do this podcast that's correct yes so everyone knows the bare naked ladies are never gonna stop making music because they're gonna, vampires never gonna, never gonna never gonna stop never gonna making stop. music taking ah, us never so gonna, high. Never gonna, never gonna. um even when this turns into uh they might be podcasting uh it's we're still gonna do a halloween special <laughs> when it turns into better than Ezcast or whatever we end up doing after this childhood's ez <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> 
Um, so what we're going to do in the first half of the episode, I think let's, uh, let's bullshit for a while about Judaism, something we know nothing about. We did that. And then, uh, let's Check. review. We went to a Stephen Page concert just, oh, uh, yeah. a weekend ago. Stephen Page and John Wesley Harding. Oh, you, thank God you wrote down his name because I did not. Wesley Stace, I think is his real name, but he goes by John Wesley Harding, which is from a Bob Dylan song, is album, it? album. It's the title we'll, of it. We'll talk about Bob Dylan a little bit, presumably. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then, uh, and then in the second half of the episode, we're going to review the Bare Naked Lady song. Hanukkah Blessings, which is the song that I think finally taught me how to spell Hanukkah. <laughs> I've typed in Hanukkah Blessings lyrics so many times that now I know how to spell Hanukkah. Uh, it's a tough one. How do you spell spell Hanukkah for me right off the bat? H A N N U K A H A H. You did it. Holy shit! Right got, off the it's bat, it just got it spells exactly like it sounds. It's just got two N's in it. No. Oh, no, you fucked it up. It's H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Oh, two Ks. Yeah, you fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah, you did. My bad. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I always put like a Well, superfluous... if we haven't offended any Jew... If we have... Any non-offended Jewish people are now offended <laughs> I think I put that idiocy. terminal H before the A. I think it's Hanukkah. Like H-A at the end. Oh, I like fuck a... up. Yeah. Like, you know... Like Klingon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Experience beige. <laughs> did you ever play the Star Trek... Um, interactive VCR board game. Which one is that? Is that the one with Galron? It's the one with the the Klingon, the evil Klingon. No. Oh man, is it so much fun? We should experience Beach sometime. <laughs> I would love to. I uh, I played the I played the one that was like Star Trek Klingon, where you where like Galron, the head of the Klingon Empire, like puts a hollow deck program together for you, oh, so that you can learn what it is to be a Klingon. Oh, it's a lot of fun. No, this it's like is like an interactive video game. Yeah, this is the same thing. I mean, it's like have you played Atmosphere? Yeah, other VCR board games. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh an evil Klingon. I can't remember his name. Takes over the the Enterprise, and uh, he can like put you into sick bay, and he can like lock down certain areas, and your job is to try and and eliminate him. What? Uh... He's a canon character too, because he reappears in TNG. Okay, so it's it's a TNG era Hold game. On. His name is. His name is. Koloth. Take a. It doesn't list his fucking name, and c- contains original footage shot. You piece of shit. It calls him the Klingon, a Klingon warrior. Well, that's re- he has a name. That's reductive, yeah. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Gosh, if we haven't offended Kavok. Kavok? Kavok. I don't know who that Klingon well, is. I'm curious to what episode he's in. I don't know. Um, if you're John Edwards, write into the podcast and tell me what episode he's in. Because you're the one that told me he's canon in the first place. I know nothing about Star Trek. Speaking of the Star Trek podcast... You want to go into the, <laughs> no. go into the review Speaking of the, of the Stephen Page podcast? Yeah, so let's talk about our favorite Jew, uh, Stephen Page. <laughs> so uh, we went to a Stephen Page concert on October 12th, 2018 in Nork, Ohio. Nork. Um, a delightful Nork about uh, 25, 30, 40 minutes, 50, an hour, two hours away from Columbus. Uh, how far? I drove. I don't even remember how far I drove. Evan is shrugging and eating a uh, pie. Um, yeah, and uh, it was me, you, uh, my partner, and our friend George, who made the logos for It's All Been Done. Uh, we treated him to a special It's All That's Been right. Done. That, that was his reward. That was his reward. He seemed to enjoy every minute of it. Well, He spent 80% of it on his phone. He, he said, at the end, was it you or Allison who asked him, on a scale of 1 to 10 regrets, how much do you regret this? <laughs> I think... Four, right? He said four. So, so that's he, that's a very low regret. Yes. And actually, I talked to him about it last night. He came over and hung out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that uh, 
He liked it. He thought it would be less sad. <laughs> that was his biggest complaint about the concert <laughs> is that it was too sad. And good God, was it sad. Yeah. Stephen Page decided that he was going to play uh, every Bare Naked Lady song he played was going to be the bummer song from the, album. the albums. Yeah. So, so he played uh, a song from almost uh, all the albums that he was on, I think. Right. And he just played the saddest song off of each of them. Fucking Powder Blue. He played Powder Blue. We will talk about that. They used to play Powder Blue in concert. Why? Because it's a good song. I, mean, I don't. You I, don't like it. I get that he loves his pool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're making jokes that only I get. We'll never release that episode. Powder Blue is a song about his love affair with an in-ground pool. Yes. That's all you need to know about Powder Blue. This is true. Um. So let's talk. Let's let's lead it through. We started off with a delightful dinner yes. <laughs> at uh, some random ass dinner it place a, who did not want us to eat there. They did want us to eat there despite <laughs> themselves. They said, we do not have tables for you. The nearest next table is going to be half an hour out. We said, fine. And then as we were leaving, they said, all right, you saw through our trap. We will see you right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I just wanted to make sure you had food to eat. Yes. That's what the lady said as she sat us. It was like, everyone there was incredibly nice, but I feel like they were like really good people stuck in like a brutal machine. Like, like, because she like looked at the thing and she's like, well, I can't see you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then she just sat there apologizing to us while we looked for another thing. And then another waiter came, a server came and told us that we could sit there. Yes. Like they, like, I have a high top ready for you right now. And then sat us. And then you were a piece of shit during dinner, if I do say so myself. You spilled a beer all over George intentionally. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> and we had the nicest waitress on earth who immediately, a million napkins, a million rags, came over. I dropped my napkin on the floor at one point. She, she appeared. ate it. She teleported, ate my napkin, <laughs> and then shat out a new one for me immediately. Uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Red Oak Pub. Thank you. Service was great. Burgers were adequate. Oh, uh, yeah. The bur- the apps were fucking awesome. Yeah, the, uh, get, the, just get the apps if you ever go to NERC. Yeah, NERC. They had potato mounds. Oh, that's what they were called. There was no more description on the menu than potato mounds. Well, so, Nurk, of course, Nurk's we had to get famous for them. its, uh, like, Native American mounds. Like, they have, like, the mound builders. Was it supposed to be referential to the mounds? I'm sure, because it's, like, a big thing in NERC, right? Okay. Yeah, maybe. NERCcast. <laughs> 2018. Uh, all right, let's skip ahead to the actual concert itself. All right. So, the first, the opener, John Wesley Nurk. John Wesley Harding. John Wesley Harding. Um, did you like this? Did you know this guy? I had never heard of him before. I thought he was like a local artist. Yeah. Until he started talking and had a real, like a British accent. British accent, accent yes. Like, oh, well, he's probably not from Nurk. Uh, yeah, and so uh, he was not from Nurk. He was some dude who was on tour with Stephen yeah, Page. He was like a... Like a like a mix between Bob Dylan and Weird Al. Yes. Like I would. Yeah. He like, didn't play a whole. Did he? He did play a parody. Yeah. He, he played like a prayer. Oh yeah. It wasn't really a parody. No, it was just though. a cover. Yeah. But it was like, just a cover. I mean, his songs were like political, but also meant to be humorous. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Like it. He was just a guy with a guitar on stage. Like you know, you can only go so far with that. And I think he did. I think he sold it. Yeah, like, he, he was, did a good you, job. I think liked him better than Stephen Page. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I liked him okay, but like it was that was early in the night when I was still bright and chipper. Oh my god, let's talk about your nightmare. <laughs> like you came immediately when you came over to my house. We were all driving up together. You were dead. Why were you so tired that day? I don't even remember. I think it was just because we're dog sitting and babysitting sure. and. Am I under? Am I being interrogated now? Saker just turned I'm on. I'm the one being interrogated. Saker just turned on the light, put it in my face while we talked. Uh, I just thought we needed. Some yeah, light and I was here. sick and tired, and I had forgotten that we had the concert. So I'm like, I'm gonna go home and go to bed. You, you nope, pl- I've got a three and a half hour Stephen Page concert. I will tell you, you planned an event for that night. 
I told you, hey, we have a concert on that night. You had to move the event. And then the day beforehand, I said, do you want to drive together? You said, oh, fuck. I forgot. You double forgot about this it was concert. On, it's on the calendar, but I don't know why it kept slipping my mind. <laughs> you, all right. So you can't, You were exhausted. exhausted. John yeah. Wesley Harding. He killed JFK. He perked you up a little bit. That was he started a song with like I killed JFK and you in your delirium yelled out holy shit. <laughs> he, had Which con- I found he confessed on stage in front of like a hundred people. It was very quiet and you yelling out holy shit made me laugh so hard. I was so pleased. Uh, yeah, he played a cover of Like a Virgin. He played like a bunch of political tunes. Mm-hmm. Like, he seemed to win the crowd over. He was a yeah. great, he did what warm up act should do, yeah. which is the crowd was delighted. Yep. And he, pl- he only played like maybe six songs. Yeah, five or six songs. Yeah. Like, and they were they weren't bad. Like, uh, I like to kill the messenger. I, his, his last song was the one that. Uh, what was that one? That was my least favorite things. Oh, that, that's the one that, 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 one that was that's a the one that. that uh, Basic, yeah, parody of, of my favorite things. The first to... half of the song was a nightmare, and the yes. last half was, like, very basic, just like, yeah. and politics, and the Republicans are bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> But the first half was, like, I hate millenniums on cell phones, and or millennials, millennials. and, like, I hate not-tube TVs. <laughs> I hate when the newspaper's not at my door. <laughs> like, the most old-ass bullshit, yeah. like terrified of the future technophobic i I could see you like disengaging actively yeah you like went on your phone immediately (laughs) said i'll show this fucker what i do best (laughs) yeah it was just it was dumb and 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 so so out of touch it reminded me of but it was like we were at a paula poundstone like it reminded me of show. a Paula Poundstone comedy show. Because there were show. everyone, all the uh, older crowd there was like fucking. They were so into hundo. it. There was like a guy, like like a you know fifty year old man, like fucking laughing his ass off yes. next to us, like fucking about to fall off his goddamn chair. He's like, this guy gets me. Like, and that's fine. You know, you can hate technology. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it reminded me. Paul Poundstone, I used to be a humongous fan of. I've been to four of her comedy shows, and the last one, the entire like the crux of the show was. We shouldn't be teaching computers in schools, <laughs> which is my job. We shouldn't like don't wear earbud don't, headphones. Yeah, like she was she was very against. But you know, again, she knew her audience. Like they were eating that. They shit were up. into it because they were all over sixty. Mm-hmm. Which I suppose John Philip Sousa, Sousa. John Wesley Harding. <laughs> how, how how old is he? He's only fifty two. Jesus, he seems so out of touch. <laughs> That's not crazy old. I don't know. That's sad. I don't know. I, I liked him fine. I just thought, I thought he was perfectly fine. I, I, like, thought I liked was, him a lot, actually. Yes. Like, I actually went on and listened to some of his songs on YouTube. I mean, I did. I went and stole some of his songs on YouTube. You, f- I didn't like download them or anything. Oh, I just you just listened, listened to them. To yeah. them. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this is what I thought they were. I'm not going to download any of these songs. <laughs> it's kind of funny. My partner, Allison, got home and she was describing the concert to somebody the next day. And they said, how was it? And she said, oh, good. The opener was really funny. He had a song about fucking Bob Dylan. <laughs> I said, baby, that's not what that song is about. If. <laughs> It, it, I, well, it, the, the, the song, refrain was, I just can't make love to Bob Dylan. Yes. So the so song that could was be about definitely... <laughs> having sex to Bob Dylan. But the whole thing was like, I can have sex to Ace of Base. <laughs> like he's listing bands that he can have sex to. But I just love that that's, that was her takeaway. It was like, he wants to fuck Bob Dylan. He just can't. <laughs> it made me laugh quite a bit. I can have sex with all these bands. Right. He's like a, so it's like a groupie song. That yeah, would be, yeah, yeah. So I follow these bands around. I can go have sex with the Grateful Dead. Right. I can go have sex with Ace of Bass. Yes. I can have sex with the B-52s. <laughs> but Bob Dylan will not sleep with me. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he was great. Uh, then, uh, very short intermission. Yeah. 10 minute intermission. Lights go down. Oh. Lights come up. Stephen Page is no. at the Stephen piano. Page is not. We have his two buddies. Oh, yeah. Frank Fox. And Fox was one of something them. Something Fox and yeah. Frankie the Knife, I think, was Frankie, the other one. Jeffy. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeffy he had a dude skins. on cello and a dude on uh, guitar. Mm hmm. And uh, uh, they were out there and they were playing uh, the opening strands of There's a Melody, which is, I am a huge fan of that song. I fucking love it. Now, you are not really familiar with any Stephen Page music. I listened to the C his most recent CD before I went to the concert, but he played almost no songs from that He played CD. a shit ton of songs. From, from, from that specific CD. Yeah, he like, did. He did? I thought he was not... He, he played, played from the earlier stuff, right? He played, oh, three out of his uh, 20 songs. So a fairly... Okay. Big margin. We're from oh, and only. I mean, he played four songs from the one that I'm familiar with, which is "Heal Thyself Part One." I've listened to his "Heal Thyself Part One" and uh, the Vanity Project, which mm -hmm. is his project with Stephen Duffy. Um, Duffy's Muffies. Duffy's Muffies, <laughs> which are a bunch of songs that had planned to be Bare Naked Ladies songs, mm -hmm. but then he. You should listen to it. It's good. I will. It's. I'm sure I will. Very Bare Naked Ladies adjacent. Definitely. I always. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm always on the lookout for more. <laughs> More bare naked ladies content. <laughs> As you are. <laughs> you know me. Uh yeah. But uh so you came out to the strands of that and uh great song. Uh mm -hmm. the crowd went nutso when he came oh, on yeah. stage. Um blew the fucking mind. This was I was amazed because obviously there was not a dry eye in the house. How many people were there? Two hundred? Yeah, about two hundred. So much smaller than the the crowd for bare naked ladies. But mm -hmm. these were the fans who were like they were rabid Stephen mm -hmm. Page fans. They were into it. Like they were they had they had drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, they were, they, in, they were in the cult. There was like, not one person there who was there because they were like, oh, there's a concert in town tonight. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go check it out. Not like Smash Mouth. Yeah, like, oh, which where they were selling well, tickets for two dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Can't believe. Did you? Do we ever tell that story on the cast? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um. But but yeah, everybody was was re they were they were amazed that he was on stage as if he would never come. Uh, so he gets through there's a melody and then he launches into Jane. Oh, how good. Yes. Yeah, so we're we're starting with a Stephen Page song to set the tone mm -hmm. and then a Better Good Lady song. Now, Ev, you were not by this point in the night, <laughs> you were tired. I was flagging. Uh, you were flagging by song two. Yeah. This is going to become a recurring theme through the night <laughs> where you get more and more tired as time goes on, more and more upset, more and more ready to leave as yeah. we go. I mean, he was, he gave the crowd what they, if I had been not me and one of the other <laughs> like people at the, I bet he gave a great show and he gave the audience exactly what they fucking, well, except for one lady. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that lady? Yeah. So sure. so maybe at song like six, this lady stood up. She'd been yelling, I think, the yeah. whole time. Because it was a small venue. So, so and it was very, like, it, there weren't there weren't a lot of, like, baffles or anything. So it was weird acoustically. So you could yes. hear everything everyone said. Yes. And so Stephen Page was doing some crowd work. And then some woman just stand, like, she'd been yelling the whole time. Yes. And you could hear her. And she sounded drunk. Yes. And dumb. <laughs> like, I would agree. There's, yes. a, there's like an idiocy in her voice. I'm, I hope that she's dumb, that we can make fun of her, because I, I don't want to well, think that uh, she had some problem. I shouldn't say dumb, because dumb is, is ableist, right? What? Yeah, because dumb means that you can't deaf, okay. deaf and dumb, right? But yeah. Etymologically, that's what it means. But right. as far as connotation goes, so she dumb... was stupid. Okay, she sounded that's stupid. fair. You do not have to worry about. She sounded like a real dumb. asshole. <laughs> yes, which is ableist because some people have. No, nope, I think butts. I think asshole is like my perfect insult because yeah. 
It's non-gendered. Dude. It's not ableist. Yes. Like, just everyone has an asshole. Like, hey, you know what has become my favorite insult lately? Mm. Coward. <laughs> like, you coward. <laughs> it hits home. Yeah. No matter what is happening. Yeah, that's a good one. It is that's a good, good one. one. Uh, so, so this lady... Uh, she, <laughs> this lady stands up and starts yelling, play. I couldn't understand what song yeah, she was it asking. It sounded like to a play. bunch of gibberish, but yes. I think Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen Page. It's Halloween, right? <laughs> Halloween. So Stephen Page understood her. Yes. You'll make. It's like, you're going. I don't. I can't even do, capture the. Do your Nork accent. <laughs> I'm ready. No. No, no, no. <laughs> you're, like, you're gonna make a kid real happy if you play. And I'll be Stephen Page. And he said, Oh, where's the kid? He's at home. Wait, let me put on my Stephen Page accent. Uh, he's at home? That's not how he <laughs> nope, talks. Not at all. Yeah, he has like a real sort of rich. Like, he does. He's, he's a at very home. Total. He's at home. Oh, you, Mr. Sulu. He's at home. <laughs> it's a very George Takei accent you're doing. He's at home. Yeah, but he had a. He was. He was actually. He handled her very well. Yeah, she said. Uh, yeah, he's at home. And Stephen Page went. Well, then I'm not playing. He said, this I won't song. even play that song for my own kids. Yeah. If your kid was here, I would play the song for them. But they're not here. Yes. And though this woman was a coward, <laughs> I felt as if... And an asshole. I almost felt bad that the entire crowd cracked up. Because Stephen yeah. Page was like, not tearing her apart, but was just like, hey, dumbass. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. And she should have. Like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and she was quiet the rest of the show, yeah. so it worked. I'm, I'm amazed that she didn't leave. Now, this seems to be a running theme. I listened to Bernick at ABCs this week, and they talked about the, uh, the Stephen Page concert they went to in mm-hmm. Maine. And where uh, Stephen Page was like, this was pre-Kavanaugh, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, you need to call Senator... Pre-K. Pre-K, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You need to call Senator Collins and be like, you know, get on her ass about, you know, vote no, vote no. Mm-hmm. And some Trump supporter stood up in the audience and was like yelling at him and like... But then they stayed for the rest of the show, too. <laughs> like, I was just amazed that, like, this is apparently a running theme is people screaming at Stephen Page. Page. Well, I think it's because the venue's so small and personal. Like, yeah. I feel like you, they feel like... They're entitled. They're to, entitled to talk. Yes, and that's bullshit. Shut yes. the fuck up. Yeah, one hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I think I was like whispering that under my breath. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's just rude. Yeah, right? it is rude. Yeah. Um. Then Stephen Page played Manchild, another song I really enjoyed. Did you? I like really that one? liked Manchild. That's a really fun song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then he went to a new shore, which I recognize. That's from his newest album, and I recognized it because he did a Facebook Live, and I saw him play it. Um. And this is. <laughs> Oh boy. Will Stephen Page ever listen to this? No. Okay, so I feel like I feel like Stephen Page's life is permanently ruined. Because I feel like the cocaine thing is constantly in his brain mm-hmm. and he thinks that people are thinking about it. We were having a great time at the concert and he made a very self-deprecating joke about it out of nowhere. Well no, he talked about traffic, right? He's like sorry. Oh, he was talking about sorry I was late. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The like, traffic was horrible. The traffic was horrible. And then he like and then he said pivoted, like the car traffic wasn't great either. Yeah. Or something. So he yeah. like pivoted and because Nur- Nurik has a real bad heroin problem. Yes, exactly. Like most of. And then we all life. laughed, and he said uh, something about like, uh, like oh, I'm, you think I'm judging you for your drug, drug problem? problem. Yeah. Like, and, but I think that was good. Like he made fun of it. He was like, he came out he, in front of it. Yeah. But like this Facebook Live I watched, they he was uh there were people in the chat saying Stephen Page for president, and the interviewer said, uh, oh, people in the chat are saying you were sure run for president, and he was like, well, obviously I can't do that. Uh, you know, I'm from Canada, blah, 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 blah. And the, the 
reporter or the interviewer trying to be funny said, uh, oh, and also all those, you know, felonies on your record. And Stephen Page got very serious and went, there are no, there are no felonies on my record. I am not (laughs) like, dude, like nobody's thinking about it. It's fine. We love you. It's cool. (laughs) Like, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, why did I mention that now? I don't remember. Oh, cause new shore. I was talking about the Facebook live. Then he played white noise, which I was like, it's fine. It's a, it's a pro it's a very overt protest song. Like, which is fine. He talked about Tiki torch bearing white men and like, Okay, mm-hmm. like I was into it. The chorus was, it's just a real on the nose song, which I'm not too, I'm used to his, you know, his bare naked ladies couched mm-hmm. in seven layers of metaphor mm-hmm. songs, which I love. Um, yeah, but I don't know. So he played a stretch of three of his songs in a row. Were you into that or you were already yeah. flagging? Yeah, I was, I was tired. So, but I mean, I enjoyed all the songs, mm-hmm. but I just was sitting in an uncomfortable chair and I wanted to be, I wanted to be asleep the sure. whole time. Yes. <laughs> so I was enjoyed it to the extent that I could. Oh boy. Like he, he kept me awake. <laughs> That's a great glowing review of the concert. Well, that would, that would have been very hard for any other yeah. acts to do. And then he played this tune. I live with it every day. We were psyched because that's the song that was coming out that two days afterwards. Yeah. And I was so happy. I was like, God, this is a little anachronistic at this point, but like, uh, yeah, I was, I was very pleased yeah. that he was playing it. Uh, great song. I think he enjoys it a lot. I was surprised cause it's such a deep cut, but as mm-hmm. he said, the bummer songs from the bummer, all the albums. Yeah. And he, he came out with that. Like he, he, Put paid to that promise do you think jane is the most bummer song from maybe you should drive no remember i uh rated them all that's from, right from, so but biggest to least bummer but that is the one that he played from well, maybe you should drive i feel like there was a he played songs that were recognizable but also a bummer like, I, I live with it every day i think so i think like i live with it every day like if you were somebody who listened to that's a deep Bopes, cut nah, you would uh... you would remember that song though like unlike uh fucking call me call, calmly call me call me which which no one will ever remember <laughs> yes again <laughs> our song next week i mean i guess he couldn't have played am i the only one because that's ed's song mm-hmm. and obviously that's the biggest bummer but he could have played the wrong man was convicted that would have been so fun fucking glad he didn't <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he like, played I, Jane like as well. Jane, I, Jane was my was probably my favorite song off of uh, Maybe You Should Drive. Better than these apples? Yeah, I mean, really? not, I didn't say it's better than these apples, but it's my favorite song. Like, I, I've got a, I've got so a lot of nostalgia. Your for favorite Jane. is not the best, right? I love eating. I uh, think I think that apples more than apple pie because they're my favorites. It's not the best. It's not the most delicious thing I can eat. <laughs> I have a lot of nostalgia for Jane. Like I said during the uh, podcast yeah, about Jane. Yeah, swept up a camp or some bullshit. I wasn't listening. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I was just listening to Jesse Thorne. Um, so he plays uh, I Live With It Every Day. Great. War on Drugs, From Everything to Everyone, was after that, which mm-hmm. is a real sad song, yep. um, which I loved. Glad he played that. Uh, then he did a little improv thing, which on setlist.fm here is called the Feel Good Strum, and he listed a bunch of songs, songs. that have the same. It was it was it, sort of like that Australian band that plays like the the chord progression. Four chord, yeah, uh, four, yeah, yeah, yeah Axis of Evil. Kind of go, they kind of go through. He went through like a dozen songs, and it didn't really match up that well. No, it was just songs in four four time, yeah. right? <laughs> like, which is every song. Mm-hmm. So it was very confusing. But I mean, it wasn't bad. And then no, but 
it wasn't as good as his other improv later in the show. Oh my goodness, that we'll get was to that. fucking amazing, uh, incredible. Uh, but that led into Lin- Linda Rodstadt in the seventies, which I feel like is a song about his time with Barenaked Ladies, because mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, oh, you like Linda Rodstadt the way she used to be, like uh, you you just what you long for this time of you know back when things were great. Uh, yeah, I love how they they haven't done it for a long time, but as soon as they broke up, they both created songs about each other <laughs> like we had golden boy and well, that's uh, good though like fucking what's that other one uh you ran away from you gotta write from experience it's true but i just love that they're covert also i love that stephen page in past concerts has played you ran away did i just spit out a spider web <laughs> yep spider came crawling out of your Am mouth I turning into happy Spider-Man? halloween <laughs> all right uh then we get into this That's right. Woo-hoo-hoo. I knew he was going to play it, but yeah. I'm going to pretend it was a message to us anyway. <laughs> I think he was he was looking at us the whole time. He was very specifically looking at us. Uh, he would locked eyes with us. KT Tunstall came on stage and went, mm-hmm. Saker, Evan, I see you. I see <laughs> you. Uh, it was just, it was a fun song. And his teeth started falling out. But the problem is, this song is not a bummer. No, but it's a... I mean, it's the song he can sing. I mean, he can't do like one week, right? Because there's no, no one's going to, who's going to do the rap breakdown? I bet he could do it. I bet you Fox could do it. <laughs> both of the, his uh, backup, I mean, both of his uh, trio, the other two people of the trio were real great musicians. They, they were, were awesome. amazing musicians. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they had great voices too. Yes, they did. The guy on the cello, his cello mic was mm, mm. <laughs> just, just how deep the, uh, like the C string got was, oh my gosh, it was real good. I also noticed the depth of the sea like, like he got he got some real good like resonation out of that. So here's the thing though. The sound in this venue was not great. No. There, there were two speakers, two big ass speakers hanging from the ceiling, but like it was not a wall of sound. It felt very compressed. It mm-hmm. just felt like it felt like they were peaking a lot. I, I feel like the sound could have been not their fault at all. Yeah. But um I feel like it was a weird mix. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean but it, it you you could hear everything. Like, you could, yeah. I think uh, I think, and there was sort of a rawness to it that I enjoyed. Like it was it was kind of shittily miked. Yeah, but like in a way that I found endearing in a loving way. Yeah, like <laughs> like it made it seem more personal to me. Interesting. I don't know that I got that, but I could feel it. I just thought I wish they had more speakers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the sound was coming from different places. I feel like Allison probably did not couldn't understand all the lyrics because mm-hmm. she's not as familiar and probably George as well of course um so i just i felt like it was he would periodically lean over to me and go is this a bare naked ladies song <laughs> <laughs> we I should say, mention that even yes though he made no. our logos yes. he doesn't know anything about yeah. the bare naked I mean, he probably ladies. knows the hits yeah like, he's he's just a good sport yeah yeah uh after uh, a fine friend it's all been done Boy, oh boy, I think this may have been my favorite song of the night. That was definitely George's. Tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, that's a great song. Holy shit, mm. what a corker. This song is so great. Like, it, and the way he does it is just unbelievable. Um, very powerful, very powerfully sung, very sparse, like very different from the album version. George actually told me he went home and listened to the album version. Wow. I know, right? That's a big commendation. I love me some waltz. Like, me too. And he really like brought it. He was like sitting there on stage, like gesture, like gesturing like he was a conductor with yeah. his hands and just so kind of sitting there like dancing around. Yes. Oh. And. And. The one thing we wanted that Which we was? got 
the Stephen Page kick. Oh my God, he did the kick. He did. He did the, the kick. kick. You and I were separated by Allison. We looked at each other and freaked out. And I feel like and Allison we just and George were so confused. And then we just started. I mean, well, yeah. Then we stood up and started making out. Like, yes, we did. Like tearing off each other's clothes. Like That's it was correct. That was transcendent. It was transcendent. And I, it was like a. It wasn't like it was a subdued kick. It wasn't like the kick you get he's on not a, the, everybody getting. He's not a young. He's not a young buck anymore. He's right? not the thirty-three year old. He's not going to kick for the head, right? No, he he's going to kick for the crotch. He kicks the crotch. Yeah. So it was. A, it was. But he did it. He did God, it. God, I was so pleased to see the Stephen Page kick again. Was that during uh, uh, Tonight Is the Night? I don't. I can't remember. Think so. I don't think it was, so either. It might have been. It's all been done. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and at this point, I thought, well, he's got to be wrapping up. Like that was about an hour. <laughs> Boy, he's were like, we wrong. I just begun. Well, hey, listen. I was pleased as punch, but it was around this time that I started making jokes to you, Evan. Like. I think he's only got 748 songs to go because Evan looked like he was going to die. At the, he, right now, he also looks like he's going to die. He's rubbing his face and re, re-feeling that night. He is back in his skin that he was in that <sighs> Took night. Took me right back. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was... Uh, uh, we were 11 songs in at that point and probably an hour in. On our tickets, it said 8 to 10. Right. At this point, it's 10. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're near the end, which is... hey. I enjoy getting that my money's sense. worth. Yeah. <laughs> so he definitely gave everyone more than their money's yes. worth that night. That's and then he sat on the keyboard and plinked out a few keys and realized that he was having fun plinking out keys <laughs> on the keyboard and then played this mashup, which is the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, a mashup of Crocodile Rock, Candle in the Wind, Monster Mash, and the Monster Mash, Mash. for Halloween. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. It and was just watching the uh, like. I f- sometimes I feel like they they plan these in these things beforehand, like right. the improvs. But like watching the surprise, the bemused surprise <laughs> yes. on his his co-performers faces oh, as they fuck. realized what was going on and uh, just like kind of jumped in yes just consummate musicians yeah i just I just enjoyed them oh it was a delight to watch them improvise that was fun as hell yeah so uh that was that was great something never to be replicated mm-hmm. something only for norkians uh yeah um after that he played this is where i started to flag a little bit three stephen page songs listen i love stephen page mm-hmm. i think he's great but these were like songs that I didn't know from his albums that I didn't know. Looking for the light gravity, I can see my house from here. And I was like, all right, all right. Well, we got to be finishing up, I suppose. You were wrong, my friend. And at friend. this point, it's about 10.30, 10.40. Evan was, I am fairly sure he tucked himself in. He brought a blanket. <laughs> he had made himself into a tiny burrito. Um, then we jump into, we had these three songs. And I was thinking, well, 
that was fun. What a good time. Evan looks like he's ready to go to sleep. And then Stephen Page comes out with, when I was born. <laughs> looked at me, and I started slapping Evan's knee as hard as I could. <laughs> because behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen, Evan will always, I'll say, hey, I did a thing for the pod. And Evan will say, what a good boy to me. <laughs> this is the thing we, we may say most to each yeah. other is what a good boy, what a smart boy, what a strong boy. So pleased that Stephen Page broke this one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, great song. Performed competently by competent musicians. <laughs> Any arguments, sleepy boy? Nope. <laughs> More Brandon Good Ladies. Agreed. We jump Seconded. into this one. old apartment hell yes yeah that was that was i think the crowd's fit they were they were singing along they were like women dancing and yeah. uh like kicking chairs aside so they could like do that white woman dance where you just yeah. kind of like put your hands up in the air and kind of sway back yeah. and forth <laughs> right like and again you know that's a dance right I I'm was not... am- yeah i guess i shouldn't be amazed because i would say the average age of the audience here was probably older than the bare naked lady right. show mm-hmm I would say it was women in their mid to late 40s, a lot of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they grew up on alternative radio. Right. The old apartment was probably, yeah, their jam. Like, yeah. this was the biggest song of the night for they sure, loved I it. think. Uh, yeah, they were into it. Um, I don't know. I, I like his... I like the the stripped down ornamentation of these mm-hmm. songs when it's just a cello and a guitar and maybe him mm-hmm. on keyboard or him on acoustic or whatever mm-hmm. it may, may be for that song. Good stuff. Go on. Good. <laughs> All right. Then after that, his final song, Brian Wilson. Oh, boy. He played the shit. Brian Wilson. Actually, this may have been the, the big hit. Yeah. People were fucking, they were going nuts. He brought so. it home. He brought it home. He brought it home, and he played it out, and he fucking killed it. And then he left the stage. And I was like, uh, there's no way he's not doing an encore here, is there? <laughs> I said, sorry, buddy. I know he does encores. <laughs> uh, then he came out like a middle finger to me playing powder blue you do you not like that I song i fucking hate that song that's amazing to me it's, it's a, a good song dumb song okay that's fine here's a little clip of him playing powder blue i got it just for ev from my front Great song. Good stuff. Song about it in Ground Pool. Above Ground Pool. And then, uh, above Ground Pool, excuse me. And then he finishes up with Call and Answer. A very beautiful, yeah, poignant that song. Was a good, that was a good way to end the concert. It was a great way to end he the He should concert. have just not done Powder Blue. Ev, any songs that you were surprised? I have two questions for you. Any songs you were surprised by you didn't think you would enjoy as much as you did? Uh, no, I enjoyed every song exactly as much as I thought I would. Really? I enjoyed uh, uh, Manchild. I didn't oh, think yeah, I would like actually, as much yeah, as... Yeah, now that you bring it up, yeah, Manchild... I had only heard it once or twice before. Me too. But it was it was easily the standout of the Stephen Page songs. Yes, it has a live energy that mm-hmm. really, really is great. And uh, it's 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 like the Stephen Page does this sort of like introverted, self-deprecating like narrator. Yes, and that was basically. It was so good to see yes. him all grown up because yes. we've been like listening to his like younger stuff here, where it's like I'm kind of an asshole, like I but I don't under- quite understand how to put that into words yet. Right. And then Manchild was just sort of like the culmination of that narrator. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yes, absolutely. I thought it was fantastic as well. He did a great job with that. Any songs you thought he would play no. that he didn't? 
I came into actually I came to the concert with no expectations at all. <laughs> I know you came in forgetting there was a concert <laughs> twice. Um, it was a pleasant surprise. I was amazed he didn't play "Break Your Heart" mm. because we're gonna get to that in a couple weeks here. But boy, That's, that one has a stand out because he's got the uh, the part where he just fucking belts. He might not like want to do that. Every yeah, it probably destroys time. him. Yeah, like it's a it's so raw. It's yeah. a raw sound. Like, but you know what? I think. He said before that, uh, what's the song we did with Kayla? Um, this is where it ends. This is where it ends, he claims, is the hardest song for him to sing, which is surprising to me. He said it before. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Or maybe that was Ed. Maybe I'm not hmm. remembering correctly. Uh, anyway, I was surprised. I thought that would be a fun uh, a fun little drop in, but no big deal. I, I enjoyed it. So all in all, how many on the regret scale? Where, where are your regrets on a scale of one to 10 for the Stephen Page uh, concert? Like a one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't regret going at all. Me, me either. I'd say my regret is also a one. Mm-hmm. What is your... <laughs> how do we rate this concert? What do we do here? Uh, the concert was pretty naked. <laughs> okay. It was as naked... Here's my rating for the concert. This concert was you and I stripping off each other's clothes Close. and making out yeah. during uh, whatever song you said we were making out during. Uh, what a good boy. What a good boy. What a good boy. That's exactly what was happening during. Uh, so it's us nude in the crowd uh, looking up at Stephen Page. <laughs> Did you like it more or less than the Bare Naked Ladies concert? That's a good question. I would say less because I really enjoyed the Bare Naked Ladies concert. I think that that... I mean, it was just a, it's a different animal. It's like apples and oranges, right? Exactly, yeah. I so think I can't really to... compare the two, but I'd say generally I liked it less, but that's not in any way undermining the Stephen Page experience. Yeah. Like it was just a, it was a totally different experience. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's if I hard. was like, if I had a choice between going back to that concert or going back to the BNL concert, yeah. BNL. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it had anything to do with your mental state? <laughs> I was tired both times. Okay, that's so. right. I was but a pretty similar state. At the BNO concert, you were dancing. You, we had lawn seats, which was great because we could talk to each other. And mm-hmm. this, I felt bad talking to each other because the seats were so... And that's yep. obviously just a, a venue thing. Yep. Everyone kept looking at us. Did they? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm constantly ar- like aroused. Aroused. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, Aware. I dropped my phone oh, on the floor, and it was so fucking loud as my case shattered uh-huh. into pieces. Everyone was like getting up to like help you. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad. Um, yeah, that's what I get for trying to play drums while holding my phone. I was a dumb shit. <laughs> I was trying to play drums on Allison's leg. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um... So yeah, it was a great concert. I would say we had a lot of fun. Any last words about Stephen Page's concert? He a good boy. Page boy, come on our cast, though. Uh, he's never going to come on our cast. We are real mean to Stephen Page. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, now it's time to get into our song for this week. Our song this week is called Hanukkah Blessings. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah. And if you've never heard it before, here's a little sample. How lucky are we that we have lights so that we can see Although the day is done What a miracle that a spark Lifts these candles out of the dark Okay, Evbo, what was your first uh, feeling about this song? Well, first off, I love Hanukkah music. Do you? Like, what other Hanukkah music? I, I had a little dreidel's my jam. Yeah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Like, just like that. I like the um, sort of Eastern European Jewish sound, like the fiddler on the roof sort of like. Yeah. Like a, a violin and a clarinet mournfully tootling. Like, yes. is like Is like that sort of their 
tent pole in the music and i just love that I, I love the minor key i love the i love like the chord progression in in like sort of jewish like it's eastern european folk music basically yeah what what is the 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 jewish instrument that's like um it's like a wind instrument oh the shofar uh, like shofar yeah. yes oh man once Boy, oh boy. I went to a restaurant in Cleveland called uh, Happy Dog. Have you ever been there? Nope. Uh, custom hot dog reference. I went with our friend uh, Hank, my friend Hank. <laughs> um, and uh, there was a dude in there from like the, the he was like a, a professor of Jewish studies or something, but they mm -hmm. had him set up on stage. And he was just playing solo shofar music, but it was wow. fucking great. And at one point he launched into the Star Wars cantina theme on <laughs> shofar. It was so good. It was very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm into... I had a little dreidel. I don't know if I know any other Hanukkah music. Well, I just like, I, it's not as overplayed as Christmas music. That I would thing. definitely agree. Christmas like, music, I fucking hate. I don't mind it I hate for it. a week. I like, truly, it, I despise it. I cannot stand it. Do you play that game, the last Christmas game? Where you go as long as you can go, like you have without like, hearing last Christmas. Christmas. Last, I, last year, I made it almost a Christmas day without hearing it, and then I was in the grocery store, and a little girl oh, no. was like in her, like in in the her mother's shopping cart, and then like fucking got possessed. <laughs> so I'm like in the frozen food aisle, like getting out my peas or whatever, and she like did one of those like slow turn heads and like made eye contact with me, and went Christmas, I gave you my heart. And I'm like, no, why? That's amazing. I I made the mistake. I played it last year for the first time, mm -hmm. and I made the mistake of explaining the game to our friend graham nope that's a mistake it sure is because he's the trollsiest person he said uh, immediately pulled it up on youtube of course yeah. because that's what he does uh so i lost very quickly but this yeah you know what i'll play it this year wait does it count because you just sang it right now no no it's, it's a christmas it starts during the christmas season so but it, it can't start yet i will tell you my students are already asking me to play christmas music in class that's horrible it's terrifying you play music in class yeah we play music every day music is meant to uh, i play music every day that's not what it sounds like I don't play bare naked ladies for them. Oh, although I could they don't, play they don't, they don't deserve it. <laughs> they do not deserve it. <laughs> instrumental music is shown to increase cognitive ability, huh. so I play instrumental music for my kiddos. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, Hanukkah blessings. <laughs> so, uh, but this wasn't. But this wasn't like that. Like the other no. song on the uh, the single, the Hanukkah Hanukkah, is like the traditional song on the that, single. Yeah, it's like a little. They put out like a three song single oh. of this, like Hanukkah blessings, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, and then like one other song, but oh. I don't remember what it was. I only knew it from uh from the Benedict for the Holiday CD. Yeah, I there's, there's like a little. It's like a little specific single to uh, the the Jewish songs they huh. do. Like the Hanukkah oh, that's songs. cool. Okay, neat. So, so I was expecting more of the Hanukkah, Hanukkah, like. Uh, sort of just more traditional sound. And right. They did. They did a rock sound, like not a rock sound, but they did like an acoustic, sort of like a unplugged set, basically. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Bare Naked for Hanukkah EP. Mm -hmm. It's a live version of Hanukkah, Hanukkah, and then the album versions of Hanukkah Blessings, and I have a little dreidel. You got it. It was certified gold in Canada. Well, I mean, the Jewish people are hungry for a holiday theme. <laughs> I guess so. Speaking of the speaking of the holiday themes, uh, Halloween uh, this December. Uh huh. The first uh -huh. Hanukkah horror movie coming out. It's called Hanukkah. Okay. <laughs> Are you excited for it? I am super excited. Um, like, it's current. I think it just wrapped up filming. Okay. And uh, it's like, six teens prepare for <laughs> prepare for the holidays. And then, but what they're really going to experience is a festival of frights. <laughs> like, it's just so fucking great. I'm excited. Hey. So, yeah, it's a... It's it's uh that follows the son of the Hana killer. Oh my God, that's go uh, yeah. We should plan we should a date. We should definitely watch. I think that like and the the whole they did like a 
Will uh, it come to theaters like, or is it no, VOD? No, I think it's VOD. Like yeah. they did an Indiegogo for like $100,000 oh, yeah. and they made like 2000 Oh no. <laughs> but they, I mean, they finished it. So okay. I don't think it's going to be like a real high, high value yeah. thing, but I, it's really cool. Like I, there are a ton of Christmas horror movies. Like yeah. I watch them every, I watch them every day. <laughs> no, I, uh, but I, I, I kind of want more holiday themed horror can you movies. Do, can you do, we're in Bopes right now. Mm-hmm. Can you do Hanukkah Blessings as a horror movie? Uh, yeah. It's about like a Jewish vampire. Oh, is it? Is this song about a Jewish vampire? Yeah, like sort of like the sort of like the Adam Sandler in uh, what the fuck is that? Hotel Transylvania. Uh huh. Where it's like because I mean the Eastern European accent kind of goes right over to uh, <laughs> okay to Jewish. Like I don't know. Oh, you started early. You could on your say vampire. like you could say like Judah Maccabee never died. <laughs> they called him the Hammer. He That's killed the great. Seleucids. He could kill you too. Oh man, I enjoy that. So. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so it's sort of along the Jesus is a vampire, Jesus is a lich lines of yeah, like, yeah. okay. So it's it's but before that because I think like the Maccabean revolt was like 132 BCE something okay. like that. So it's like well before. Yeah, Jesus. right, right. So Hanukkah is like really the oldest holiday in like the American canon that people celebrate here, right? I mean, like, if you don't count like pagan Yeah, I mean like Hall- Halloween. Yeah. And Hanukkah. Halloween <laughs> together are like the two are the two sort of oldest holidays. I mean, because Christmas is relatively recent, right? Yeah, it, I would say so. Uh, and St. Patrick's Day, I mean Valentine's Day, and those Day. are the only holidays. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other holidays. Sweetest so, Day is old. Is <laughs> I remember when Sweetest Day was made. National Secretary's Day is yeah. it that yeah. the oldest holiday? Oh, the oldest. Profession. I think there were cave paintings about National Secretary's Day. <laughs> Secretary is the oldest profession. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll talk that. about we'll that next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought I I, I uh, obviously I enjoyed this song as well. Uh, this song is fucking great. The opening of this song, immediately. I don't know if this is gonna even ring a bell with you. It reminded me of the cave theme from Super Mario Brothers Two. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play them side by side right here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I can see it. <laughs> okay, I, even I thought it when I heard Hanukkah Blessings, mm-hmm. and then I, uh, I, I played them again side by side for myself, and mm-hmm. I was like, mm, maybe. There's another pretty good lady song called Snow. Uh-huh. I'm gonna play a clip from Snow right here. And now I'm going to play a clip from a song called You from this anime Samurai Champloo. Okay. Tell me those two don't sound fucking the exact same. Shit. You're right, man. (laughs) Those are pretty similar. I'm not playing any of this music for Evan. You'll hear it when you hear the episode. I will. Uh, Yeah. But I'll give, okay, let me give a different reaction. Uh Uh-huh. So my first reaction. Oh, okay, my okay. First, yeah, my give, first give me some alts, please. <laughs> my, bullshit. <laughs> okay. Those are different songs. Or okay, third. Uh, yeah, I guess they sound about right. <laughs> they sound pretty pretty similar. And give me one more. Give me a, go crazy with this one. Go real big. Oh my god! <laughs> Metal <laughs> big go songs. <laughs> They're the same song. That's the one I'm editing in. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Murder Dame Down! <laughs> I don't know. I think and, and Hanukkah is a real reasonable miracle. Uh-huh. Right? Because it's Yeah, the, we had more oil than we thought we did. <laughs> well, no, it's not even they had they didn't have as much they had right. didn't have it enough oil. It lasted longer. It lasted 
seven times longer than it was supposed to. Yeah. Or seven days longer it than is it was very, supposed nobody to. Nobody came back to so life. So that's like a reasonable fucking request. I feel like in the Old Testament, everyone's asking for God for all sorts of crazy yeah. shit. Like, strike my enemies down. Right, right. Or like, <laughs> give me a thousand sons. <laughs> right, right. But like, you know, hey, maybe this light could go on for maybe <laughs> like a couple extra days. It is very... And God's yeah. like, yeah, I can fucking handle that. It's a decent miracle. Yeah, I like it's, that. It's, it's just totally fucking reasonable for sure yeah i mean it's still a miracle right (laughs) yes um yeah i think this song is miraculous in very much the same way uh Mm -hmm. i think it's very reasonable i think it's a Mm -hmm. it's a sweet little song i love how the guitar at the beginning of the song is like panned hard left the drums are panned hard right and then the chorus everything sort of comes together with the jingle Hanukkah. Yeah. Like it's And I really liked uh, Tyler's drums. Like yes. he, he had like a it was like an almost bossa nova sort of town. Like yes. he's really exploring that kit, which is something we don't usually get with Tyler. Like he's usually I mean he's a great drummer, but he usually doesn't get too crazy. Yes. And that's a good thing because the rest of BNL does do that. Sure, sure. So, like, he's the backbone. Yeah. So but here he, my backbone maybe has scoliosis a little yeah, bit. It's getting a little crazy. It's a little, a little wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know you what? Get a brace for that. They they released another like absolutely bizarre thing they did was um they released the song for rock band back in the day do you remember rock band it was one dollar they released it as part of their holiday pack i i played drums on rock band i used to love playing this song i played it all year round this song was a fucking blast to play on drums Hmm. um yeah like tyler does a great job and it comes through when i imitate him (laughs) like it was just fun to 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 play this song um we should they have like on the rock band like the little like bells no i think they just i mean that part was like in the background mm. but like you you could play the the drum guitar bass um and singing parts of this song okay but it's fun it's fun as hell um yeah i also liked uh in terms of the i felt like there was a maybe a mandolin in the background there's this picky little mandolin mm-hmm. they do it's like a super sweet little neat t- it's very felt very uh like r-e-m-e mm-hmm. like they love their mandolin like I said, this too. was like a, this is like bnl unplugged sort yes of, sort of and they were just it was a yeah this was a very calm not calm but like a personal song and so we celebrate on this festival of the lights there's a yeah i really liked that i liked that too uh and i thought that we liked it too i thought the yiddish did not sound forced into no. well stephen page is jewish well no but i mean like even like there were parts that rhymed like mm. uh uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce. I apologize to all Jews in the audience, but he says like Asher Kid Shanu, and then he says Bamitzvatav Vitiz Venu. So the Venu and the Shanu right? Like I was like, that's fucking like he didn't have to shoehorn it. He didn't have to, like in the prayer they fucking rhyme. Yeah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, ruler of the universe, who has sanctified us with commandments and commanded us to light Shabbat candles. Like, but how cool is that? It's already music. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. He made the thing that already rhymes rhymed. That was your. That was your. No, because like you could pull any number of Hanukkah things, Mm -hmm. but he saw some musicality in that, and he said, "In this Hanukkah song, I'm going to pull in this musical thing that's very that's that's related to Hanukkah already." Like it's not. It's it's a matter of of chiseling away at the stone until it's a statue it's not a matter of gluing stones together it's a matter of taking an arm from a different statue <laughs> yes, and putting, and putting it, it on, it on your statue, statue. <laughs> that's like that's how we should fix that venus de milo <laughs> yo yo 
Um, Let Banksy do it. That's all the notes I had on this. Song. Yeah, I mean, it was a it, it's a it was what it was. It's a Hanukkah song. Sweet, simple song. Yeah, yeah. loved it. Yeah. Uh, how bare naked? I mean, are we... Who the fuck wants to worship Zeus anyway? True. <laughs> Is that part of the song that I missed? No, that's what the revolt was about—the Maccabean revolt. Oh, I didn't know that. It was a yeah, Greek. It was, uh... it was. Well, it's in. There was a conflict between Hellenizing Jews and traditional Jews. Oh. And Antiochus the Fourth, I want to say. Yeah, the head of the Seleucid Empire. I, you don't care at all about no, this. No, I'm, I'm listening. He stepped in. Uh-huh. And supported the Hellenizing Jews because he's a he was a diadokoi, like one of the successors to Alexander the Great. Okay. Like the Seleucids were their sort of successor states, and so he stepped in. And but the Jews didn't like being told not to do that. Okay. And uh, so he was like he's he's broke down their temple, put up a, te- a temple to Zeus, and then said they couldn't do circumcision anymore. Okay. And some dudes some. Some do. So there was like a big schism in the church between the Jews who were like, yeah, whatever, let's just go along with this. And the Jews who were like, this is bullshit. You yeah. Know, we have a commandment from God. So you've got, I think, Matityahu. Matityahu? Not Matityahu. Matityahu. And he is like this hardcore, the traditionalist Jewish guy. And so the Jews are like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to circumcise. Mike just fucking kills him. Oh, God. Just fucking cuts this guy down. Uh, and then that's how the revolt started. And so Matityahu and his sons, one of which was Judah Maccabee, Maccabee okay. meaning the hammer. Oh boy, the Hebrew hammer. The Hebrew hammer. So yeah. Uh, so there is was that like, a Comedy Central movie. That's the one. That's an Adam Sandler thing, isn't it? It is. Uh, maybe I don't know. The Hebrew hammer. Oh no, it's not. It was definitely a Comedy Central. Yeah, uh, I thought. Movie. Yeah, two thousand three Comedy Central, uh, American Jewsploitation comedy. <laughs> I love that. That's a genre. It it starred Adam Goldberg, Judy Greer, Andy Dick. Oh boy, what a cast. Yup. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, yeah, they they beat the shit out of the Seleucid forces. Seleucids had phalangites, and they were like. Uh, basically American revolutionaries with their uh, guerrilla tactics and they kicked the shit out of the Seleucid army and then they rebuilt the temple. Oh. And that's when they got the oil to burn for eight nights. And that's the story of, of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Well, as told by, as told a, by a, a, a former historian, <laughs> agnostic historian. Yeah. Okay, well, at this point, let's get around to rating this song. Okay, Evan, as you know... Let me ask you a question. Uh-oh. <laughs> Will it be anti-Semitic to rate this song anything less than fully naked? No. I think there's a lot of Christian songs I would rate Total Snowsuit, and I don't think that makes me anti-Christian. But you are anti-Christian. Am I? Yeah. Since what? You were literally hacking down a cross in your front yard when I got here. Because it's too big. It's an insurance thing. It's going to fall on my house. (laughs) It grew that way. And you gre- you greeted me by saying as as usual, hail fuck, Satan, hail Satan, fuck Jesus, <laughs> fuck Jesus. Like, like that was your yeah. You just answer the door. Yes, and I don't think that's anti-Christian. <laughs> Therefore, okay. I think we'll be fine rating this song whatever we want to rate. So, are we rating the song against the bare naked lady canon, or are we rating it against the holiday canon? I think you're rating the song according to every other time you've rated a song on this podcast. So, the bare naked ladies canon. Okay. okay. So, as a bare naked ladies song, I would say this is, I don't know, just a dude wearing a shirt and shorts okay like, so neither good nor bad yeah, it's it's, it's pretty it's middle of the pack i mean it's a i think it's a great hanukkah song right it's a decent holiday song but as like compared to actual bare naked lady songs i like yeah i'm never gonna listen to this again right yeah like all right i see uh yeah i would so say it's a guy it's a guy with a uh, sandals and socks uh-huh pulled up to his like knees like big old socks he's got 
cargo shorts on. He's got like a Hawaiian shirt and then a yarmulke. He's also, yeah. I mean, he's not a traditional Jew. He's not like a practice. He's not like a, he doesn't have the, um, the curls at the edge of the beard or a big thick beard. You know, he just, he's got like a goatee. Okay. You know, he goes to synagogue every once in a while. Like, you know, he's, 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 he's a practicing Jew, but he doesn't make a big deal out of it. Okay. Uh, Which is what I like about Judaism. (laughs) Oh boy. It's it's not really, it's not a super evangelical religion. No, yeah. They don't go out and proselytize. Sure. Which is amazing i wish christianity didn't proselytize as much i feel like a lot of jews are self-effacing as well like it's not as so much as christians are very you know christian forward but most jews are like uh it is what it is like you you have to like marry into it or it's it's it's, it's a lot harder to convert to judaism than it is to convert to christianity Wait, what you can't just say i'm a jew now and go to synagogue i think you have to go through i mean because it's like a like i said it's like a whole culture thing right it's an ethnicity as well so it's i mean you can you can convert to judaism i'm sure right like it's not closed to you to any human being right like it's a good religion that welcomes people but i think that it's a lot harder to do yeah uh i think this have you ever seen that amazon thing where somebody ordered like a gigantic stuffed bear off of amazon and the picture looked adorable but when they the bear got to them mm-hmm. it had these like six foot legs it was just <laughs> so fucking big so this is somebody who ordered a yamulka off of amazon and they get it and the yamulka has like uh, a long tail on it so it's, so like it's a, not a yamulka so it's a yamulka veil basically okay. yes so they put this on and it's covering a lot of the important parts of their body uh so it's like a yamaka hijab yeah it's a it's a himoka it's a yam job it's a yeah i'd say so it's what you wear to a muslim jewish wedding i think yeah does that track am i racist i don't know saker i'm a white guy i can't really do that okay please hashtag sakey racist just <laughs> Or we're gonna fuck up. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a this is a standing apology to any person of color or person of religion. You were or... so nervous to do this Halloween I don't, episode. I just don't want to be an asshole. We're doing a great job. We're trying our best. We're standing up yeah. or allies to the Jewish people. I mean, oh boy. I've always enjoyed every synagogue I've been to. I've never been to a synagogue. They're a lot more comfortable than churches. Are they? Yeah. Why? Like, well, the ones I don't know. They have like because I. You may stay there longer because I the times I mean I haven't been to a synagogue since I was a kid. Right. I I went to a bunch of bar mitzvahs and a bunch of like I would stay you'd, you'd stay the night at a friend's house and then their family would go to synagogue right. on you know se, you know I never had any Jewish friends growing up. I don't. I That's still weird, don't. Like Youngstown was like full of Jewish people from really? my memories. Like I like I want to say three quarters of my friends were Jewish. Jesus, what have I been doing wrong with my life that I've never had a Jewish friend? Don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want to seek one out. I wish I could just have one. <laughs> oh, we'll figure it out. All right. Um, if you were Jewish and want to be Saker's friend. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, pen pal juice. <laughs> if you are Jewish and don't want to be Saker's friend, say. So don't do anything. Don't do just anything. stop listening to this podcast if we haven't offended you yet. All right. Well, Evan, I think this is a special episode, so this is basically the end of the episode. Indeed. But, of course, it can't be the end of the episode yet, because we haven't had our Halloween treat. (gasps) Because, of course, you have to mix up the eight gifts that you get for Hanukkah and the treats that you get on Halloween. So, Evan, what I bought you, it hasn't arrived yet. I was hoping it would. You were hoping? I was hoping it would. But I bought you... Bare Naked Ladies, Public Stunts, Private Stories, the 
authorized biography of the Bare Naked Ladies Happy by Paul Myers. Halloween it cost me. me 14 cents. It's a used <laughs> book. Uh, it's going to arrive uh, sometime in the next four days. So I got you. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember the chain of shitty uh, restaurants called Eaton Park from up north? Of course. I got you smiley face cookies. Oh, no way. Did you really? They're not here yet, okay. but they'll be here. <laughs> what a Apparently, they have to bake them and send them to me, but they're ha- Halloween, Halloween themed. Halloween. Yeah. What a blessed ha- Halloween for all of us. Yes. <laughs> uh, we hope you have a blessed Halloween too, listeners. Get some bre- challah bread and, and uh, wean yourself off of it. <laughs> and as we always say, we'll, we'll see, see you, you again, again in one, one week. week.